back to the greatest music NFT podcast show. I am your host, Beaks Vibe, and this is your number one source for all things Web3 music and music NFTs. And this week, we've got a great one for you. This might be a multi-parter, depending on where we stop on this particular episode. But I want to talk about how to build a Web3 audience as an artist. And I think part one of this is going to be as if you're a Web2 artist and have never even gotten into the Web3 scene, and there might be some questions on, you know, where to even look with a lot of the stuff. Because you don't necessarily just want to be talking directly to your Web2 audience if you're just, you know, asking questions about Web3. You kind of want to go to, you know, if you're fishing, you want to go to where the fish are. And so, you want to be able to kind of immerse yourself in this space. And so I'm thinking about a lot of my Web2 friends who haven't quite taken the the dip into Web3 music just yet. And I know there's a lot of questions and confusion on where to even look if one were to get into it. So I think part one of this will be exploring that roadmap first. And then part two will be, okay, once we're into the scene, you know, how do we really try to build the audience in a, in a kind of more advanced level? So, you know, first, I really, of course, always have to circle back to how bullish I am on social audio. And when we're, when we're trying to understand, you know, where is the crypto audience, we have to kind of think about these different types of social media apps and their user base. And so a lot of people have never even heard the term, you know, social audio, and I throw that around. And so, you know, you think of social media and their social audio. And a lot of these social media platforms have a social audio component to it. Um, and you can think of that, think of it kind of like a Zoom telephone call without the video component. And so when you think about like Instagram and TikTok, which are very much visual apps, they have a live video component, right? So you can go on Instagram live, you can go on TikTok live, you can go on YouTube live, of course, now. And so a lot of these social media platforms will have a kind of just a full-fledged video, which of course comes with audio. But social audio is the audio only component. So almost like a group call telephone style situation where you can have a host with just a certain limited amount of speakers. And then you can have, you know, the majority of the people in the space will then end up being, you know, just listeners. And so there's a stage to the host and the speakers are on a stage and everyone else is just down in the listeners or the audience, if you will. And so the different Social media applications that have this kind of thing are like Zoom, and you have Reddit and Twitter, and a lot of, and even Slack even has done some of this stuff, you know, since they are all owned by Microsoft with Zoom and everything else. So, kind of different social media platforms have this kind of built in feature of integrated social audio. And when you think about kind of why it resonates the way it does with its certain user base and why crypto Twitter has found itself there, you know, when you think of like an Instagram and TikTok, like, I mean, TikTok is kind of the superior app. It, it's going to fit into most of these categories that I break down here. But, you know, when you think of like an Instagram, right, it's very visual oriented. It's all about pictures and video. So it makes sense that this video component is, goes along with that app, right, as a feature. But when you think about the user base on Twitter and Reddit and the likes of like this, its users are not necessarily visually portraying themselves, but they're always trying to share their messages and ideas out there. And so a lot of it can be more text-based or it can be 
uh, audio based, right? So people can just talk and not necessarily have to portray themselves in a visual manner, but still be able to get across and share their ideas with a mass amount of people. And so a lot of times, you know, these big Twitter spaces, they'll have up to 7,000 people, right? And these Twitter spaces only, which is social audio, We'll only have up to like 12 or so speakers. So imagine this kind of group chat room or this Zoom audio call where there's 7,000 people in there listening to 12 speakers. So it's a pretty interesting phenomenon of what's happening in terms of like a social media feature and how popular it's gotten. And so I kind of say all this to say that when you're looking for where the Web3 audience is in terms of music and everything else, I mean, the apps, in my opinion, where it is, is on Twitter, it's Reddit, and it's YouTube and TikTok. It's not going to be on Instagram. It's not going to be on Snapchat. It's not going to be on Facebook. Just for whatever reason, it's just where these kind of users orient. And that's not the end-all, be-all list there, but that's just for my sense of exploring and getting a sense of the scene. That's where it all seems to be. Of course, it's on Discord, Telegram. Um, those kind of are not always in t- included into like the social media thing, but, uh, but of course all of cryptos like on discord and telegram. So those are honorary members of this list. So TikTok's kind of a happy medium, right? In terms of like, you know, a web two artist and a web three artist can kind of meet in the middle when we're talking about TikTok. Cause some people, you know, web two artists, they're really kind of, I think the kind of Instagram oriented style. And there's kind of a content culture within web two and a content culture within web three. And what do I mean by that? So if you're a web two artist, the culture of where do you post content, you know, it's your YouTube videos, it's your Instagram feed. And, you know, maybe it's Twitter, maybe it's TikTok, maybe it's adding a couple of these additional components, but it really seems to be focused on like the YouTube and Instagram and maybe Snapchat. And then everything else is kind of extra. And of course, everyone, I mean, anyone that should be, I mean, I think when you're talking about content strategy, right, which is part of this conversation, this is the discussion, right? Like how much is the artist willing to get on all these different social media platforms? And each artist kind of has their own preference for what they all want to use, right? Because just like some people have a, a, an affinity for sharing their ideas on Twitter and not necessarily sharing pictures and videos on Instagram, others may totally just want to take pictures and videos and post on Instagram and have little interest in just you know texting or tweeting ideas and sharing their thoughts and ideas in that way. And so even from a content strategy standpoint, it's like trying to align it with your own personal interest of like, well, this is what I like to do. And this is not what I like to do. Either way, you know, we're still just trying to identify where is the Web3 audience. And so we can learn where to build it. And so, you know, ultimately, that's why I just harp on the social audio, because I really think that the easiest way to get involved is to just immerse yourself in these Twitter spaces. They have somewhat of a search function where, you know, either through hashtags or people you follow, you can see what's going on, but just trying to get a sense, you know, and just listening in, you know, whether it's a passive activity, you know, while you're taking a walk or working out or, you know, doing whatever else, you know, you can just listen in the background and kind of stay in touch with, you know, what people are talking about and what people think of things. And then you can also, you know, the greatest way to grow your audience is, you know, you get the courage to eventually, you know, request to speak and get up on the stage and become one of the 12 speakers and let people 
in on what you're building and what you're thinking and, and why you're motivated about X, Y, or Z or what kind of music you're working on. And then if you even really want to go take it a step further, you can perform your music live and, and share your music or play it, you know, you know, your, your latest mix or whatever. And so there's all way it's so it's kind of like an all in one thing, right? It's a discovery tool, it's a networking tool, and it's a way to um, establish a connection, even if it's just following for another follow or whatever, where you're kind of slowly but surely you are building up your audience. So kind of in the name of exploring, you're also gonna, you know, let people in on what you're all about and, and kind of show what, what's going on. So all of that is definitely step one. And, you know, it takes a little bit of an effort, you know, at some point, it's always, you know, it's one of these things where if you don't know where to look, it seems like it's like nowhere to be found, but it's like right under your nose if you just see it. And so that's why it's the best to just have a couple people you might even know, you like kind of see like what they're paying attention to. And, you know, it just kind of snowballs from there, you know, next thing you know, you're following 10, 20, 30 people. Now your Twitter algorithm, your Twitter feed algorithm starts showing you more of what that is. And that's also if you, you know... Just a, a note about Twitter and probably with any of these apps, with the way the algorithm works, the stuff that you like and comment on is the stuff that's going to continue to show you, right? It's, it's just reinforcing the algorithmic behavior of, oh, they like this, we'll show them more of that. So whenever you want to change up your algorithm, and I've done this a couple of different times in terms of just my interest at the time, and I'm liking a bunch of that specific content, and so I start seeing a lot more of that content, and then it's like, okay, well, I don't really want to see that content anymore. And so with music NFTs, you know, you just, you can even just search, you know, music NFTs, go like the first 20 posts, and then, you know, go refresh your feed, and it's just going to suddenly start showing you more music NFT stuff, right? So it just kind of starts working like that. So that's step one and step 10, probably, and every step in between is just getting yourself involved with the space. And and I think a big confusion, because it's not ubiquitously across all the social media apps, right? So if you are just on Instagram and Snapchat and you're like, well, I don't, I don't see anybody talking about music NFTs. It's like, well, yeah, they're probably not on Snapchat and Instagram. But if you go on TikTok and, and check out music NFTs, that's typically where you can find some stuff. When you go on Reddit, obviously, you can see a lot of stuff there and when you go on twitter which is kind of the the home base of, of crypto twitter and music nfts and kind of the town square if you will of all things kind of communicative uh with social media i think that's where that's where it really is and so you know that's why i kind of am the biggest advocate for the twitter spaces and in social audio because that's where i think you are going to get your best chance at finding people and then in terms of what you do after building your, or in terms of really what you want to do with building your audience, I mean, it can mean a couple of different things, right? Because building your audience can be synonymous with just building your follower count and building your audience could be as sophisticated as saying, you know, launch your own discord server or telegram channel or telegram server and, and start to curate a relationship with your, you know, supporters or collectors or, 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 uh, potential collectors if you haven't yet released a, a music NFT project or anything like this yet. And so a little bit of that kind of goes hand in hand in terms of like when you're launching and stuff like that. Um, for example, you know, like this, you know, I talk about building my own audience as a podcast, right? But I don't have a Discord server for this podcast or anything like that. I just have my Twitter account and my YouTube my YouTube subscriber feed. So, I mean, in terms of that, it's a very Web2 situation in terms of where my audience is from a metric standpoint. But, you know, 
it's also a very dedicated channel to Web3 content culture. And so people hopefully know to reach out to my Twitter account or to that profile for music NFT related, you know, content. And, that, you know, it just kind of goes from there. And so, you know, that would also be a step one. I mean, obviously that's a, a self-shill, but for anyone that's curious about, you know, who to follow, who, who, you know, and who's doing what, I mean, you can probably just go follow whoever I'm following or whoever's following this podcast uh, Twitter account. And those are most likely going to be people that are into the music NFT scene. And, you know, from there, the, the feed can start to, to aggregate itself. So, you know, that's kind of the biggest way. It's like, how does anyone build an audience on social media? Um, but we're talking, you know, to a very tailor-made community, which is the Web3 music and NFT scene. And so, you know, I think to my Web2 colleagues, you know, who haven't quite uh, come over to the Web3 music scene, and it's like, I think there's this lack of content being produced in Web3 music. I mean, not even just music NFTs, but just content about music NFTs, right? Uh, you know, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, this podcast is what it's trying to do. It's best effort in putting out, you know, a, you know, podcast episodes kind of talking about the subject. But it's like, if only I could see, you know, these Web2 artists, of, friends of mine, with the content that they're putting out currently, if they were just applying that to the Web3 music scene, I mean, it, it's that simple of a of a switch, I think, you know, and so it's just, you know, my intuition tells me that as I, as much as it's this, well, how do I build an audience? It's also like, well, how do I connect with the web three audience? And I think a lot of times it's that we're, I don't even know where to look. And so my kind of hypothetical prompt in terms of recording this episode was like, well, what would be the best advice I would tell a web two artist of mine? If they were like, okay, I'm, I'm working on this music, uh, working on this content, but you know, I, my entire strategy is still just releasing it on Spotify and all these streaming app platforms. And I don't really have a thing to kind of elevate my content strategy to the next level. Like what should I do? And someone goes, well, you should get into the web three music scene and explore that space. I heard there's some money to be made there. And they go, Oh word. Well, how do I get in there? And you go, well, you know, well, this is step one, right? So step one is just kind of getting acclimated with the space. Um, so we'll see what part two holds if they, if we come with a part two or I might just, you know, change topics and, and, uh, let my ADD go, go crazy. But I think, you know, it's just getting acclimated, you know, just becoming familiar with the space and also letting the space become familiar with you. Right. So that's part of even like what I'm trying to do with the podcast. You know, I like to, you know, let my profile sit in some Twitter spaces, let people get comfortable. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen this person before. Next thing you know, you start following each other. You start liking each other's content. You start, you know, building up this follower base and then you start producing content and you start, you, you know, you start getting that feedback loop. And, and so you're kind of building followers, you're getting followers, you're putting out content, but it's this very kind of diehard web three music space and this kind of new community, you can kind of point that content towards. And I think, you know, it's only going to be a way to kind of increase your top line as a web two content creator that's looking to kind of elevate their content strategy for 2023. So those are my thoughts for this part one episode. We'll see if there's a part two, but you know, this is all about how to build and how to find your audience in web three as a content creator, as a music artist. And if you have any interest in putting out music NFTs. So if you have any thoughts, suggestions, opinions 
on this episode or on anything I've said in the past, I'd love to hear it. You know where to find us. You can always find us on Twitter at TGMNFTPod. Of course, you know that's short for The Greatest Music NFT Podcast Show. You can also find us on YouTube, and you can also find us on TikTok. And you can also find us anywhere that podcasts stream. So that's the Google Podcast, that's Spotify, that's Apple, that's Deezer, and that's like everywhere else. I also put up the YouTube, uh, ep- or I also put up the episodes on YouTube. So if you just want to listen there, just make sure you give us a like and subscribe. It goes a long way and we appreciate it. And if you are listening to these closing remarks, we appreciate you greatly. You know, we're just doing this podcast for fun. Really have nothing to lose or nothing to gain by doing it other than just wanting to share my uh, my thoughts uh, and opinions on Web3 music and music NFTs. You know, I'm this voluntary Web2 music industry expat. And, uh, you know, I just love to see the culture of Web3 music thrive. And, you know, some of the artists that I've met so far have really inspired me to keep uh, kicking ass and taking names when it comes to pushing the good word of music NFT. So you love to see it. You love to see the people thriving, making some economics viability for themselves in the music NFT space. And at the end of the day, we're looking to, for, to be value adders to this space and not value extractors. And so if there's one message I can leave you on, it'll be that. Be a value adder, Anon. Don't be a value extractor. So we will see you here, same time, same place, next week. This is your host, Beaks Vibe, and this is the number one source for all things music entities and Web3 music. And we will see you next week. Music